0: All right, friends, I'm so excited to introduce you guys to my friend, Casey, who is a spiritual and manifestation coach. She has helped me so much in my journey over this last year. Um, She is just one of those people that always like has this golden and she talks about having liquid gold, but like the gold radiates out of Casey. I'm so excited to introduce you guys to my friend, Casey. Hi there, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of The Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen. Michelle is a mama on a mission, dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions, no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Welcome to the Living Your Calling podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Hagen, and my mission is to help you step into whatever you're truly called to do. I'm a Midwest wife and mom, and I built my business and dreams between the moments of motherhood. I believe that you can create your dreams around whatever season of life you're in. I'm obsessed with creating connections, out-of-the-box ideas, and cheering people on in whatever goal they're chasing. This is a place where you can come to feel like you're joining your best friends for coffee, for real talk of what's happening in life and business. Whether you're working on personal development or business, friend, I got you. Each week, you will find an episode that educates, inspires, and helps you take action to step into your calling and live your best life. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for. Are you ready? Here we go.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Michelle. This is so much fun. I've like wanted to be on your podcast since forever. And now here it is.
0: I know. I'm so excited. And I am excited for us to dive into the topics of spirituality and manifestation. And what do all of these things mean? Because it's such, I feel like a trendy word and thing and how people are incorporating it into their business. And so I'm really excited for us to dive in and just kind of explain and dissect some of that today. But before we jump in, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, and that's where I wanted to start, anyways, because I think this story will resonate with a lot of people listening. Um, and that is, you know, I started off in business actually in healthcare. So I was a speech language pathologist and I actually ran my own company, so to speak, contracting for other companies. So I had my own S corporation. I was going out to schools and private practices and providing services through other companies in person as a healthcare professional. Then I kind of learned, oh, like there's so many opportunities and I I specialized in a technology that I really was passionate about. So then I started doing an online business, teaching other speech language pathologists how to use that technology. And that was going really well. It was really exciting for me. I was really passionate. And then it kind of hit me. I knew since I was young, like very young that I really loved the spiritual community that I really loved teachers like. You know, Eckhart Tolle, uh, Neil Donald Walsh, all these types of authors that were writing these beautiful books that I was totally interested in as a young child, which is not normal, I don't think. I don't know, maybe other people resonate with that, but I was, I guess, an older soul even as a young child. So I'd be reading these books, and I was just like really drawn to things like the Four Agreements and all these different types of spiritual concepts. And my mom really introduced me to a lot of those, and so growing up that way. I also grew up in the Catholic church. So I have a lot of background with that. My family, my grandfather was a deacon, but all of that to say, I had an interesting spiritual uh, childhood. And I um, always knew like there was a part of me that wanted that experience to be a spiritual leader of some kind, not in a church. I didn't see myself ever doing that. I never saw myself being a um, like, even like a life coach, but I didn't know what I was. I was like, what am I And, um, you know, I started being like, well, I started doing business coaching for speech therapists. And I was like, well, I could really integrate some manifestation and some spiritual work into the business coaching that I'm doing. How do I do that? So then I go down this long rabbit hole of like learning more about spiritual inner work, doing more um, work with other coaches who are much more experienced than I learning from them. Um, hiring mentors, speaking with mentors. And I really found my own place, so to speak, in the spiritual community and the coaching community. So all that to say, I stopped doing business coaching for a while. I still integrate it sometimes, of course, if somebody needs it, and I integrate that into my coaching and how I can. But oftentimes what my conversations with my clients always go back to is energetics, manifestation, um, healing, inner healing, the inner work, And how that impacts us as business owners, because I I realized as a business owner, I really started to rely on energetics and spirituality and faith way more because it's so challenging stepping out of your comfort zone to become a business owner and a CEO. So Mm -hmm. I was like relying on that. So heavily, I was like, wow, I really need this in my life to even run a business. So I figured that's the case for many of us out here in um, online entrepreneurship land online entrepreneurship land. I love that it is. Yes. It's like its own little place. And it's
0: so funny because so many of us all talk, or we have these boxer groups and my husband will hear it. And he's like, who are you talking to now? And do these people even really exist? I'm like, yes, they're yeah. people. <laughs> but a lot of it's like well, yes. I really met you wanted or, once or twice in, in my life, but it is, it's its own little world. So we were gonna talk a little bit about today of, of what does spirituality mean and how are people incorporating it into their business and that there's a lot of hot words like manifestation and soul and spiritual going around. And, and right now there I feel like there's kind of a lot of these, I don't wanna say gray, but it's just like this flowing of what does this mean and how are people incorporating it? So before we get started, I would love for you to kind of touch on like when people are like, well, what is manifestation? I don't really know. You know, it's a word that a lot of people have heard. Um, and what does that kind of mean in, in, in people's lives?
1: Yeah. So, manifestation to me is something that we're doing constantly. I really do believe we are creators of our own lives. We have so much power that we're not even aware of all the time. All the decisions we make, all the micro decisions we make, all the beliefs we hold, all of the beliefs of our parents, all the things we've learned through our lives, they're impacting what we are experiencing right now. So what we're experiencing right now is the manifestation of everything that's come so far into our lives. And so in order to manifest something we desire, sometimes it means shifting out of what we're currently experiencing. Cause a lot of times what we desire is not what we're currently <laughs> experiencing. So obviously otherwise, otherwise it wouldn't be a desire. And so it's just a matter of how do I, how do I shift myself in order to bring in the things that I do desire to experience. Um, and it often does take, you know, a connection to some kind of higher power in order to believe that you yourself have this power over your own life, that you yourself are not a victim to everything that's happened to you, but you actually have some kind of authority and some kind of power and empowerment in your own life. And that is a big thing that I teach people is how to actually be empowered, that you do have the power to shift something. If you don't like how something is going, let's call in something else. You know, I don't believe nobody is unworthy of experiencing things like you know um, the business of their dreams or a happy marriage or happy family life or a um, thriving business. That's bringing in money for you and your family Um, having the types of opportunities like speaking engagements or what have you. Right. So we can manifest these things. It's just a matter of like, how do you get from here to there? And that's kind of how we look at manifestation. It can happen instantaneously if we're all of a sudden in alignment and it's the correct time and it's, you're in the correct energetic place or not correct, but the one that aligns with what you're desiring. So it's just Mm -hmm. a matter of a different way of looking at getting what you want. I guess that's manifestation.
0: Yeah. I love that. And it's interesting in how you said of like higher power, because I think sometimes people in the word of manifestation think that like, well, is it coming just from myself or where is it coming from? And I think that that's, one thing that I have noticed in kind of, as I've learned that there's different pieces that different people take and none of it's necessarily right or wrong, but like, what is correct for you in your like personal journey and how you were saying like for alignment. So like for listeners, when I think of manifestation, I think prayer God and that I'm like trying to figure out what is aligning with my life and what God is asking me to do in the path that God's created for me. And what does that look like? Um, and there's still a lot of people though, that like, don't necessarily believe in God, but they believe in spirit, which, you know, to some people I'm like, to me, I'm like, that's all the same thing. But if you want to use you know, like you and I have said, but if you want to use the word spirit, then use the word spirit. And, um, And if that's, what's going to bring you closer. And so that's kind of an interesting or the way, I guess I've been thinking about manifestation as well, but um, I love how you have mentioned on like the alignment of it. And that sometimes we like want these things and there's so many vision people like me, who is a massive visionary. There's so many things I want, but it's not necessarily in alignment with like what I'm needing right now. Right.
1: And I think that you bring a good point that it's all semantics. And I know, um, you know, people have different semantics that resonate with them and semantics, you know, I'm a speech therapist. So sorry, I use, I use words like that, but it's just vocabulary. So it's like, we use, um, vocabulary that resonates with us, you know what I mean? And so for me, my vocabulary is shifting all the time. It's like, you know, one day it'll be God. The next day it'll be goddess. The next day it'll be like Jesus. The next day it'll be divine creator. I mean, and it's just words. It's, the energetics, the the feeling that it invokes in me is always the same. The kind of love I feel, the kind of faith that I have, it remains the same, but just the words, you know, and it's so hard to describe because even in the Bible, for example, they call God a million different names. They call Jesus a million different names. And I think that's to show that, you know, we can have a bunch of different names for one thing. And that doesn't mean it's different. It just means that we have a different, um, we feel a different calling to call it something else that day. You know what I mean? Like some days they'll say Yahweh in the Bible and there's other days it's like, you know, they'll call Jesus the Lord. And then it's like, you know, the King and, and it's like, yeah, we all have different words and it's like, what's fitting for this situation. That's kind of how I go about it. (laughs) Yes.
0: Um, okay. So let's kind of talk about, um, spirituality and has kind of shifted. And I feel like we're, we're seeing it more in business Mm -hmm. and we're seeing people say like, I'm a soul led business coach and, um, and, and how we use these things in business is becoming, I guess you could almost say more popular. Like I feel like even trendy, there we go. That's the right word. Um, it, it does feel more trendy. So I would love for you to kind of touch on what do you think that it, it means? So if someone's like, I see these people talking about this way, and I don't understand kind of what they're talking about. Um, could you kind of touch on some of that and we'll go a little bit deeper, but what do you, as someone who kind of works in, in the spiritual soul coaching space community, um, what, what can, can you kind of explain and touch on if someone doesn't understand what any of that means?
1: yeah so i think the difference between spirituality and religion and this is just my perspective um is that religion usually is going to a fundamental like christianity islam hindu type of um type of belief spirituality doesn't really fall under any religious belief we are a separate entity so to speak of we incorporate having a higher power Um, and maybe universe and we call it by different names. However, many religious people also have spirituality and many spiritual people also have religion. So it's not necessarily um, one without the other or one exclusive of the other. It's just a different layer of, um, of belief. And I think for me, what it means is um, spirituality for my personal like definition is the belief in a higher power And believing that we are powerful, that we have divine creator inside of us, and we are a representation of that. And we have the power to transform our own lives and our own, you know, we have a separate consciousness. We have a soul that is um, separate from our physical body and then our physical brain. So to me, those two things go very in line with um, spirituality. Um, However, like there are a lot of people out there in the spiritual community who have varying levels of faith perhaps. So what they believe in may look different from what another spiritual person believes. And I would say none of us are the same at all. I think we all have very different experiences and we tend to gravitate towards spiritual coaches who have a similar background to us. So there are spiritual coaches who don't have any religion. There are spiritual coaches who still have religion. There are still spiritual coaches who are open to multiple religions. And so it's kind of like a mixing constantly evolving process. And I think the beauty is like, it's not easy to define. Mm -hmm. Um, And everybody is a little bit different. And it's just important that you find somebody that resonates with you that has that energy that connects with you that you feel supported by if you're looking for a coach in that space, um, finding somebody that speaks to your soul, right? So to speak, um you're going to feel it like you're going to feel like called to work with them called to speak with them you want to hear what they have to say you want to know what they're they're thinking and those are the types of people that resonate with you on your frequency and those are the people you should probably work with mm-hmm. so that's the beauty of the diversity of it but um it does get confusing if you're more from either a non-religious you know non-religious background or a very religious background to look at uh, as a whole and be like, what the hell is happening? Like <laughs> what is happening right now? I don't know. This person believes, this person believes in past lives. This person doesn't believe in any of that. So this person believes in karma. This person believes in uh, multiple deities. And it's just like, what is happening? And um, I think it's just important to like, ha- hold respect for everybody, you know, be respectful. You don't have to believe in what they, they are believing or they're subscribing to, or they're um, using for their own faith. But it's just important to know that there's a lot out there and we're not all the same by any means. Um, And just to have an open mind, it's like, that's my advice for everybody.
0: I love how you touched on there's like the religion and the spiritual side and how it can flow back and forth and how it's so different. And it is to find someone that aligns with you. If that's something that you're really like, you know wanting to explore the spiritual side like there is someone who is probably catholic and still spiritual for sure or I heard or whatever like that. Yeah. or whatever hindu or whatever you're talking about and so i love that piece because i think that that's a key piece because i think when people start to kind of Look at like the spiritual side of things and how do I incorporate spirit and or holy spirit and all the, you know, again, there's two different words that mean the exact same thing of how how do I do this? And so they're and they're trying to find someone, and I love how you touch them, find someone that resonates with you that can guide you because they understand like your core beliefs and what you're believing that can help guide you. And so I love that you touched on that, that piece as well, because I think sometimes. Um, especially for Christian people, like when you're starting to explore, I guess the spirit world, it gets real scary. Cause yeah. you're like, I don't really know what, like, what is this? And it's, you're holding it at at bay. Um, but kind of looking at what aligns with you and your beliefs and there's ways to be spiritual and still be whatever religion you are.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, It's wonderful that I've had the opportunity to work with very religious people who are learning more about spirituality. And then I've worked with very, very spiritual people who don't have religion. And then I worked with people who don't have religion who are learning about spirituality. So I've kind of seen it from all different angles. And I don't think that there's any right or wrong way. We're all on a journey. We're all on a spiritual path of some kind. Some of us are very like aware of the spiritual journey we're on and we're all like, yay, like, let's learn more. Some of us are like, well, if I am on this spiritual journey, is it okay if I, if I explore over here, like, is that bad? Does that mean something bad about me? And then there's Mm -hmm. other other people who are just like, I'm just going this road and I'm not going to look over there or over there. I'm like happy on my little path over here. and There's nothing wrong (laughs) with any of that. It's just a matter of like, what do you want? Like, what do you feel called? Like, what makes you feel loved? What makes you feel empowered? That's what I want for people. It's for you to feel safe, secure, loved, and powerful. Because that is, and powerful in a good way, right? Not like holding power over others, just empowered yourself. So Mm -hmm. it's a matter of, you know, what do you feel like your soul is wanting to do next? Like, there's no right or wrong here. Um, just what is, what is the calling on your soul? What's the calling on your heart? And I'm not going to lie. You know, I do, um, you know, I, as I do identify as a medium. So I do readings for people. I call in past um, loved ones and ancestors and all those good fun things. And some days, Michelle, I'm like, is what I'm doing like really actually helpful? Like, am I correct? Like, am I just making this all up in my mind? Like, because there are so many people who don't believe in it. And so it starts to get to you like, am I just really crazy? Like, I seriously have to like talk myself like into these like conversations. And I'm like, then I'll have an amazing experience. And somebody's like, no, like you're completely accurate. That is like totally what my dad was like. And this is what happened. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm not making it up. Like, okay, God, I hear you. Like, I shouldn't question myself so much, but it is a constant, like having to recalibrate. Right. And I think that's the thing about belief is that, there is no evidence to say what I'm doing or what you're believing is actually the truth, right? Because there's, that's what makes it faith. That's what makes it faith. Mm-hmm. And so it's a matter of, you know, what makes your soul sing? What makes you feel alive? That is the correct truth that we need to be following. And for me, I love calling in those people for people to give them peace of mind and to help them feel the love of their loved ones again. That's something that brings mm-hmm. me joy. Um, did I ever like pursue that or think that that's what I would be doing years ago? No, like not at all. But it's just like taking small steps at a time and and realizing like, wow, like if this is something that my faith provides for people, then that is something I will keep doing. Mm-hmm.
0: And I love how you and I, um, and my personal journey, as we were talking, um, tied a lot of things back to the Bible. And a lot of times we went And we, you and I, we've talked about, there's like the spirits of the, or the fruit of the spirit that like the Holy spirit gives a lot of these gifts and that people don't realize, like we have these gifts inside of us that sometimes I'm like, well, I don't really know what is that. And then it's like, as you go and read and in the Bible, you and I have talked about, there's so many accounts of people that have gifts that were given by the Holy spirit for a purpose. And, um, And a lot of times we don't know how to use them. Like we kind of understand, like, I I have these feelings or I think I'm really good at this, but I'm not really sure. Like, is that my gift?
1: Yeah. I think often we feel like we're not worthy of them. Like that Jesus Mm -hmm. was worthy of the psychic gifts and his gifts. You know, they don't call it psychic in the Bible, but. I was watching, um, passion of the Christ and I'm like, this is definitely psychic. Like him and Mary, like, I don't know if there's that scene where Mary's like standing above where Jesus is being held captive. And she knows that he's thinking about her and he knows that she's above him, even though they can't see each other. And I'm like, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. So
1: like looking at that from a spiritual perspective, I can totally see a lot of alignment in the Bible. And I know we've talked about that and I didn't even read, I've never even read books on you know connecting christianity to spirituality a lot i've i've kind of only been in one sphere which is more the spiritual sphere um mm-hmm. and not really religious sphere but i think there's a whole textbook that could be written on the connection between the two um because it's it's fascinating the more i read the bible now with the perspectives i've had the more i can see wow like this is mentioned and yeah i never really learned about that
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah Hey friend, have you ever thought about creating a podcast of your own, but you don't quite know all of the steps to take? It seems really scary and hard to create your own podcast. Well, actually, podcasting is not as hard as it seems to get your podcast out onto the air. I have a free masterclass for you where I break down all of the ways that you can create a podcast, what I would do differently if I were to start over with my podcast, and I show you all the ways that you can create a podcast and the different platforms and what I would choose. I believe that everyone has a podcast inside of them and we all have something to share and the world needs to hear it. So if you've been thinking about creating your own podcast and you don't know where to start, girl, I got you. Head to the show notes of this episode where you can sign up for my free masterclass on podcasting. So I would love for us to kind of talk a little bit about, so how do people incorporate into their business, like their spiritual gifts? Mm. Because a lot of times I think that people can feel these gifts that they have, whether they're spiritual gifts or they can, you know, or they're feeling led to follow a certain, a certain thing that's on their heart. And a lot of times it's not that like all of us are not spiritual coaches like you, but we all have gifts that we can incorporate into our businesses in various ways um so I would love for you to kind of speak on that of how do people incorporate their gifts into their business?
1: I feel that we are incorporating our gifts whether we're aware of it or not. So it's just a matter of you being aware of it. So and, and spirit is always guiding us whether we're aware of it or not. So it's again it's that kind of thing. It's like, you know, I think we often talk about spirit-led businesses. Well, pretty much every business is going to be a spirit-led business because spirit's going to be a part of it whether you've kind of are aware of it or not. It's just whether or not you're using it in the way spirit is guiding you to use it. So oftentimes if businesses, their only means of an end is like to make as much money as possible and not really serve people or not really help people. That's obviously not a very spirit led business because it's not doing things that we believe God or higher power would really be supportive of, which is of course helping people. So, um, I think that it's important as, especially if you're somebody of faith, especially if you're somebody of a belief of a higher power to be aware of where Holy Spirit, God, what have you is guiding you to do in your business and the gifts that are bestowed upon you as humans. So, you know, you have intuition. We all do. We all have even Claire's, you know, I talk about Claire's so much, Claire audience, clairvoyance, claircognizance. Those are like the, the, the psychic senses of knowing, hearing, smelling, feeling of things um, from other people, you know, and I, I just break it down and call that energy or vibes, you know, and so in so recent terms, there's good vibes and bad vibes, right? So it's like picking, we all know what a good vibe and a bad vibe feels like. It's the same thing with these other, it's just different words, But, um, you know, we all have the ability. It's just, are we listening? Are we listening or are we just like covering it up with our own, you know, our kind of egoic wants, what our ego is desiring. Our ego pretty much desires things like making a lot of money and there's nothing wrong with that, but that is an ego desire and it's okay to have that we're human. I don't want to be on the streets, but it's like just being aware that that's like something that's not God and spirit doesn't really necessarily care about tons of money. And I, people argue with me about that all the time, but every time I talk Mm -hmm. to spirit, it's like pretty adamant that it's like, no, like, that's just like, yeah, I'll give you money is the side effects. Money is the side Mm -hmm. effects. Expect money to come expect money to be part of your reality. It's then it'll be there. It's not necessarily about like, well, if I'm doing my soul path then I'm going to be making a ton of money, it's about, I'll, if I'm on my soul path, I know I'll always be supported kind of looking at how Jesus did things. He was never want for anything. He didn't have a ton of money either. Mm -hmm. So there's just your one example of like, you can be the son of God and not have a ton of money, but like still have nothing that you need. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And he, he knew, he knew that, you know, money is just a tool. It's not something to worship or something to, 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 um, cry over. Right. Mm -hmm. There's always enough. Um, and so I just think there's so many different ways we can look at, and I don't even know where I was going with that, but there's so many different ways we can look at how to incorporate spirit into our businesses. And I think that that's, you know, having a f- strong foundation in. I am doing what I desire, my passion and my dreams, and it's to serve the world. It's to make the world a better place. That's a spirit led business to me. Mm,
0: I love that. And it is, it's just, of whatever is the biggest impact that you are going to make, that you're being called to, like there's a purpose. And I always right. tell people, whatever is on your heart is on your heart for a purpose. And I believe that God put it there. And if it keeps coming up over and over, it's because God's like trying to slap you in the face. He's yeah. Like, would if you
1: please just and listen? If it's going to help people, if it's going to help people, especially if it's, if you're there, if it has a purpose, like, you know, and, and sometimes we get into, Um, And this is something I've seen too. And I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but I'll just say it. Sometimes there are people whose, their businesses is really a part of their healing process and it's for them. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we create this business that's for us and it's like, well, why isn't it making money? Why isn't this profitable? And I'm like, well, it's for you. Like you have the thing that's going to make you money. is like going to serve other people. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to differentiate. Like it's not wrong to do a business for you but it's not going to necessarily be profitable then because it's going to be for you. So what is something that you can provide that serves other people that they are needing at this time? That's another step in the process. I think so often, and, you know, marketers and business coaches will call it like, you know, market research and what people are needing. And that's so important, but it's like, how can you integrate your passions into that um, purpose? You know, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's the key too, because I've also met a lot of entrepreneurs where, They love what they do, but it's not making them the money they desire.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's
1: sometimes because of that, not always,
0: but sometimes That's, that's such a great point. And even just for people to realize that like the shifting can, is okay too. to realize like you've started something and it's not making you money and it's not, it's not filling your cup and it's not making you feel whole. Like there's nothing wrong with shifting away from that and starting something new. Right you're always going to
1: get closer. I didn't stay with my healthcare business, you know, and it's fine. Um, it's, it's always a step. Mm -hmm. And I I learned this from God too. It's like, I can never skip steps. (laughs) I try so hard. I'm like, God, can I just wake up tomorrow? Have my dream house, have my dream business, be doing traveling. Like, let's just have that. And God's like, yeah, right. Like, And I've been um, doing, you know, I do a lot of Oracle cards and things like that. I've been pulling cards. It's like, you got work to do girl. And I'm like, of course I do. (laughs) We cannot skip steps. There is a work in the process of manifestation. So often we think, well, let me, let me just like wake up tomorrow and and have a Disney type of experience. (laughs) But the journey, it's the journey that we need to find the joy in. Mm -hmm. And that's been on my heart this week is like, you know what? I'm so busy in the future. Sometimes I forget to enjoy what I have right now and be grateful for what I have right now. And we hear about all the gratitude practices and all the devotions, all those great things. Mm -hmm. And those things are great and you can do them, but believe me, you can also do them and totally ignore the whole point of it, which is to actually enjoy the life you have today. Okay. This is part of my process. So where am I, what am I here to learn? Like And if you think of all the great things, beautiful things you've accomplished, whether that's a marriage with your dream, your soulmate, whether that's um, a degree, whether that's a dream job that you've accomplished, whether that's whatever it is, think of all the steps it took to accomplish that thing and realize you're in that same journey right now for the thing you're working to accomplish. So it's Mm. just, you know, what happens so immediately all the time that, you know, we're, we're so focused on the end result. We're not appreciating the actual journey.
0: Yes. I love also, and the, as you're talking about, um, all I could think about was like, even right now, I am my journey has been like, I'm like, do I really want to be spending? Is this where my time is best spent? Is this where I'm really being called to like, put my time right now? Cause I have one year left with Thatcher at home. And so I've been really like evaluating like what is aligning and if these things aren't, do I just let them go or do I let them be and just create for myself? Because that's what feels good right now. Um, in in sharing content that just feels good instead of worrying about is it business related? Is it gonna make me money? Is it gonna do some, you know, like is it gonna lead to something else? I um have very much been trying to pull back and figure out like what feels good, like in this time right now, instead of worrying about what is going to be in a year from now, because life will look so different. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love for us to also touch on, we have talked about how do people label so you and I have talked a lot about labels in my journey of working with you. Of Like, why do you have to put a label to it? And why does it matter what you are? And, and, um, and I think that people sometimes wonder like, well, do I have to say my business is spirit led? Do I have to say I'm a Christian business? Do I have to say that I'm a certain, a certain way or a certain thing? Because before I know I have said like soul, or I think I said spirit led coach. And to me, I was meaning Holy spirit, but it was attracting people, that weren't necessarily aligned, but, you know, and I've heard people say like, well, if you put Christianity to your business and that puts you in this box, it eliminates you from these opportunities over here. But if you just say you're a Christian who owns a business that leaves the the door open more, but I feel like, does that really matter? And I know your answer to the, I I know what you're going to say, but I would love for you to kind of share of like, what is your thoughts on People wanting to put themselves in a box or in a label when it comes to spirituality and what they believe.
1: Yeah. So to me, like labels are labels. They don't really mean very much to me. Um, I've had like a gazillion different labels and I probably confused. DF out of people who follow me on instagram whatever i don't really care it's fine um i think it's a constantly involve evolving thing oh my gosh i just saw spirit like whoo like right above me so they they have a lot to say so i guess i'll let to speak <laughs> but um you know i think it's about what resonates with you like how and who do you want to work with? I think that's the more important thing. It's not about what we call ourselves. It's like, who do I want to work with? Who do I desire? Who lights me up to work with? So for me, what lights me up to work with is anybody who's open to the idea that, you know, spirituality and coaching is a great part of it. It's a fundamental part of our lives. It's something that we need to be actually working on in order to grow with faith, with God, um, grow in our faith, grow in our groundedness in our beliefs. And it's not about being so grounded in your beliefs that you're not open-minded. It's about being so sure of yourself that you have this empowerment and you're able to accomplish what you are setting out to accomplish, whether that's a business, whether that's a career, whether that's making um, more money. I love making money. It's, you know, I've talked a lot about money, but it's, it's not bad. It's just like, and it's fun, but it's, it's not the end all be all is all I was trying mm-hmm. to say. But, um, I think that it's, however, just be aware that the words you put out there are going to repel and attract certain people. So mm-hmm. just who do you want to work with? And maybe what you sit to do is start to define the people you work with over the people that ha- over how you describe yourself. So I'm all, I'm always saying like, well, I work with spiritual men and women. I have men clients. I have women clients. Um, I work with business owners and I also work with high performing, you know, um, people with business you know not with a business so high achieving um medical professionals high achieve you know there's really no word that i'm that's coming to mind that i can use but mm-hmm. you get the idea it's yeah. like those are the people i work with it's and so it's just a matter of define how do you how do you feel comfortable What do you want people to see you as? Do you want people to see you as more open and more flowy and more energetic using your energy to attract them? Or do you want to use labels, which is maybe not going to use your energy so much as more of the words. So, you know me, I'm all about energy. So I know my people will be drawn to me by the energy I put into my content. If they're looking at my content um, by listening to me talk, they're going to sense like the energy that I have um, and the beliefs that I have if I'm very open about them. I think that's the key. Be as open as you need about your beliefs because then you're going to be simultaneously attracting people and repelling people. And that's a good thing. We're not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's such great advice. And I love how um, you gave the permission, I think, to people to say, like, either choose the words or choose knowing that you're going to attract. And neither way is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I love that. Is there anything else that you are feeling really called to share today with our listeners? (laughs) (laughs) Let
1: me think. (laughs) Yeah, I think that for me, it's just, this is your journey. Your journey is just as special. Your journey is just as enlightening is, is exactly what you need. You're getting exactly what you need at the right time. Just don't ignore the call. Don't ignore the call if you feel called to to learn something new, to start embracing different types of ways of looking at your relationship with God, whatever that looks like. I'm not saying that, you know, you need to, you need to subscribe to only one way or that you it's okay. If you have multiple things that you're open to, it's okay. And so I just want to say that. And, um, I'm happy to share how people can find me or work with me as well. Yeah. Before I let you go, I always
0: like to ask some fun questions at the end. And since this episode is going to air and school is just starting when you were in kindergarten or first grade, do you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? Do you remember? Oh yeah. I wanted to be a ballerina. Ooh, true story. Did you ever take dance or pursue that? My mom said, no,
1: When I was like three or four, she said no to ballet lessons. So I was crushed, obviously. I've done the inner work since then. So I've forgiven her for that. But yeah. (laughs) And now you have have dance parties all the time. And so technically it all still comes out. (laughs) Yeah. And I I learned a little bit more about the culture of of uh, performance dance and a competitive dance. And I'm kind of glad I'm not in that realm right now. But uh, (laughs) that is what I wanted when I was in kindergarten. Yeah.
0: Um, If you could go back and give yourself any piece of advice
1: during any time of your life, what would it be? Mm. I think for me, it would be, you know, you are good enough. You are worthy of that. You are, you're not crazy to go for that. You're good enough. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much for
0: being on the show today. If people want to reach out to you after this episode, where can they find you?
1: Awesome. I am on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, I'm at k c k a c y dot Barron, B-A-R-R-O-N. You can also friend request me on Facebook, KC Barron. And I also have a free Facebook group community where I spend a lot of my time. That's High Vibe Money Manifestation. Just request to join. And also I just released yesterday, um, today's August 11th, but I have a new course out. It'll still be up whenever this airs. So it's going. It's called the Liquid Gold Meditation Vault. So if you're looking to access some more spiritual tips um, that I incorporate into my business, if you're looking for meditations to manifest, meditations to connect with your higher self, meditations to. Um, meet your spiritual guides. Even I have those inside the vault. So if you're interested in that, that is what I'm offering currently. And of course, if you want to meet me one-to-one, I offer readings. So I do one-to-one readings over zoom where I am happy to speak what the Holy spirit spirit has to share with you.
0: Oh, thank you so much for sharing today. And I'm so excited. We finally got to have you on the podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me, Michelle. This was wonderful. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Living Your Calling podcast. If you love this episode, will you share it with a friend or leave a review? Make sure that you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from listeners and connecting. You can find us over on Instagram at the living your calling podcast or at Michelle Ann Hagen. join us inside of our private Facebook community called the living your calling podcast community. It's free. So why don't you join us inside? You can join by clicking the link in our Instagram bios or checking out the show notes, join us. And we will dive in deeper and I can't wait to connect with you. If you needed someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams, friend, this is it. I promise that you are worthy of whatever is on your heart and whatever calling you are wanting to chase. I am proud of you and I'm here for you. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for.